Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Monday, September 27th, and on this episode, we're going to talk about Boston's preseason opening win against the Washington Capitals on Sunday, specifically the impact that Jake DeBrusque has made as he tries to, in his words, clean slate it heading into this season. Before we get to that, a quick thank you to all who listened last week, our first week back to daily shows after a shortened uh, off season. Thank you for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. And remember, Locked On Bruins is free and available on all podcast platforms. And uh, I would encourage you to smash that subscribe button if you have not already. Each new episode will be automatically added to your feed for you to download, listen, and enjoy. If you could also rate and review, that would be very much appreciated. Again, it was a great week last week. And I'm excited for even more people to jump on board and to listen every day. If you are on Twitter, you can find the podcast at LockedNHLBruins. It's the same handle on Instagram. And you can find me, my dad jokes, hockey tweets, at Ian C. McClare. And I'm a credentialed member of the Bruins Media uh, OHL credentials as well. Looking forward to that season getting started soon and uh, have, you know, 16 years of experience writing about hockey. Did it for five years full time at the score up here in Toronto. And I am a lifelong Boston Bruins fan. So very excited for a new season and uh, lucky to be able to talk about this team every single day. Now, let's jump back to Friday real quick. We all know Jake DeBrusque heading into this season has a lot to prove. It was a down year for him uh, offensively, uh, no real effort defensively. That was a big point of contention between himself and head coach Bruce Cassidy. Uh, There were some trade rumors. He was on the COVID list a couple of times, injuries, just about as bad a season as you can get for uh, the 2015 first round pick on Friday. Or sorry, on Saturday, he said he is clean slating it. It's a pivotal point in my career, he said. Just trying to do the little things every day, take it day by day, and not look too far in advance or at anything in the past. He admitted that he heard all of the trade rumors. It's been like that for a while. He admitted he likes being a Bruin. He was drafted here, loves the boys. One of those things that he took a bit more personal when he was younger. It will take more than Twitter to get to me this year, he said. (laughs) Now, the thing is, heading into Sunday's game, all that I had seen, heard, read, and been told from training camp was not overly encouraging with respect to Jake DeBrusque. It seemed like he was getting outworked by some of the younger guys, The effort wasn't really there defensively, and uh, he wasn't really, I don't know, how should I say it, ingratiating himself socially with the guys as well, like yucking it up on the ice and uh, seemed a bit distanced, keeping to himself, uh, things like that. So I was heading into Sunday's game with a view to keeping a close eye on Jake DeBrusque and hoping that as one of the longest tenured Bruins in the lineup, 
one of the veteran guys, even at his relatively young age, that he would step up and that he would, yeah, make a bit of an impact. And to his credit, that's exactly what he did. He scored a first-period goal where he, uh, you know, took advantage of some strong play by Connor Clifton to, to set up the opportunity, but he got to the net, he found the puck, he lifted it past Phoenix Copley of the Washington Capitals to score the first goal of the preseason for the Boston Bruins. And then later, he also added the shootout winner on a very confident move uh, to give the Bruins the 3-2 victory. He also had a couple other scoring chances and just looked strong overall. And, you know, he said the first game back is always a bit interesting. He said he thought that they worked hard as a team. Personally, it took him a little bit more time than he thought to get used to being back at playing at that pace. But at the same time, there was obviously some positives. Anytime the puck goes in the net, it's always nice. It is just preseason but it's nice to help the team win. And again, that is important to note. Obviously, it's preseason. Obviously, the quality of competition isn't quite where it's going to be in the regular season, much less the playoffs when it matters most. But Jake DeBrusque had an objective, and that was to assert himself, to get to the net, to have a full 200-foot effort and contribute offensively, and that's exactly what he did and head coach Bruce Cassidy said it was important for him some guys probably matters a little more some guys are fine-tuning their games in different ways for him when he produces he always feels better about himself he's around the puck the way he scored going to the net those are good positive signs for him Uh, Jake's been with Eric Howla in training camp Howla added the Bruins second goal Uh, they seem to mesh again today A good thing for us if they can play together, find some chemistry individually and as line mates. They have been skating with Nick Foligno for the first few days of camp, forming what's likely to be their new look third line to start the 2021-22 season. And that could be a real difference maker for the Boston Bruins. If they can have a strong, consistent, uh, offensively, contributing but also defensively minded uh, third line that could be a real difference maker for them now Felino didn't make the trip it was Jesper Froden who got the call to play on the right wing and uh, he did not disrupt the chemistry at all he uh, was looking pretty good out there and I could see him being up on the Bruins lineup at some point this season although he's likely to start in the um, in the AHL of Howla, uh, DeBrusque said he's a smart player. He scored a shootout goal and scored in regulation. Uh, I don't really look too far in advance, he said, but uh, he's played with everybody, but he likes playing with Howla, and it was nice to see him score. So overall, for Jake DeBrusque, he saw just under 19 minutes of ice time. He recorded three shots on goal, one hit, two blocks. He scored the goal. And he added the shootout winner. So very good start to the preseason for Jake DeBrusque. Huge for his confidence, no doubt. We all know he's a bit of a streaky player. Uh, but if he can get some confidence in the preseason, uh, hopefully that will you know, trickle into the regular season and help him to have a uh, fairly consistent 2021-22 where he can put together 20, 25 goals. That would be uh, beautiful out of Jake DeBrusque, uh, especially in a third-line role behind Brad Marchand and Taylor Hall. 
Before we get to some other uh, takeaways from the preseason win over the Washington Capitals, a quick word about Direct TV. They have a great new service where you can get all your entertainment in one place without the hassle. It's called Direct Stream, and they bring your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your sports, movies, and shows all in one place. The best part? There's no annual contract. Stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct Stream. Learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Not only was it an encouraging uh, game for Jake DeBrusque, Eric Howla, like I mentioned, he scored in the game. He added a shootout goal and uh, very impressive in his Bruins debut as well. Cassidy said he was good in the circle, uh, in the faceoffs, led to a goal, that faceoff win. It was a uh, tip-in off a John Moore shot to the point. He's on pucks, very engaged in the game. The shootout is nice when those guys can finish like that, especially with their speed. They can get some breakaways this year, both him and Jake. I should mention DeBrusque had almost a breakaway on a uh, penalty kill situation, which uh, he was used in during this one. He probably won't see much penalty kill time in the regular season, but uh, great to see him active in all situations. Uh, A good night for Howla overall. Good way to get him going in his first game for the Bruins. Uh, Cassidy added, even though it's preseason, he wants Howla to assert himself. It's great if guys can push one another, and he was good on the penalty kill as well. Basically played in every facet for us, so good first game for him. Not surprised, though. He's been in the league a while. He's produced. We expected him to be one of the more comfortable guys, and he was. So again, that third line of DeBrusque, Howla, and Nick Foligno, if they can continue to find some chemistry... We all know plans change based on injuries and the like. Uh, Craig Smith, Charlie Coyle, last year training camp, they were kind of uh, paired together, looking to form a line out of them, and then uh, Smith ended up being on the second line. Things can shift and change, and they likely will, but for the moment, that trio uh, looks to be pretty locked in on the third line, and that could be a real difference maker, like I said, for the Boston Bruins, if they can be successful. Another guy who looked pretty good last night was John Moore, who, let's be honest, wasn't even sure if he was going to play again after undergoing hip surgery in late March. To be able to play and contribute in Sunday's preseason win over the Capitals really meant a lot to him, it it looked like, after the game. He said, coming off a really long rehab, I was so excited to see my name on the board and get the opportunity to play. He recorded two assists, was a plus two in uh, over 21 minutes of ice time. He said he loves hockey. It's always in the back of your mind when you go through these kinds of things that you might never come back. So he's grateful to be out there and competing. He is indeed in a battle for playing time as he tries to um, set himself apart from several young blue liners like Connor Clifton, Yerho Vakanainen, Jacobs Borrell, Brady Lyle. Those are all guys aiming to lock down a spot in the top six or to be that seventh man. He said there's not just the guys that they brought in and signed, like a Derek Forbort, but a lot of the young players that are so talented and so gifted. I should also add Mike Riley is in there as a guy who uh, is taking opportunities away from Moore as a left-hand shot penciled in to the top four. He said he's really just trying to focus on himself, worry about what he can control, and that's preparation, compete level, 
and you just put your best foot forward, give it your all, usually things have a way of working out. So that's where his head's at going through this camp. Bruce Cassidy said Moore has been very focused in practice, very businesslike through the first few days of training camp, and he was again that on Sunday night, and he needs to be. He needs to play well in exhibition to earn playing time. He certainly was aware of that tonight, and he did a good job for us. I don't think you know, there's any indication that Moore would be a you know, regular in the lineup per se. He's not going to play 82 games, but if he can uh, be a good presence in the locker room as a veteran defenseman, get in the odd game, um, I think he could be a somewhat important player for the Bruins. We all know how much depth you need on defense to compete at the NHL level. Injuries are going to happen. Guys are going to have to step up, and uh, he's going to be one of those guys that could be called upon to play a regular role if uh, you know O'Reilly goes down, if Grizzly gets hurt, uh, as he did several times last season. Um, and so, yeah, having him healthy and able to step in will be important for the Boston Bruins. A couple other notes from last night's game. Fabian Lysel, uh, really impressed in his professional debut. Uh, he, you know, he's only just 18 years old. He didn't find the score sheet, but his speed and his skill were on full display. He recorded three shots in 14 minutes and 39 seconds of ice time. He showed his willingness to get in the dirty areas as well. Went going hard to the net in the second period. Uh, and it caused a scrum in the crease of which he partook. Uh, Bruce Cassidy said he definitely is a hockey player. He was around the puck, pulled it to space where he needed to, attacked the net, pushed back when he needed to, made a heck of a play on the wall late to get it in the middle for a scoring chance, did a lot of things well, attacked, didn't look flustered, strong in his skates, a lot of good things for his first hockey game. Capitals not an easy team to play against. We saw some elbow movement from Tom Wilson on Anton Bleed in the first period. There was another dirty hit that we'll get to here in a moment. Uh, but there were a lot of things to like about his first pro hockey game in North America as a member of the Boston Ruins. He did a real nice job. Just his overall feel, composure, and compete. Uh, were on display, according to Bruce Cassidy. Now, the plan is still, I believe, to send Fabian Lysel to the WHL. That would, uh, you know, really limit his chances of jumping up to the Bruins this season, of course, because of the CHL-NHL uh, agreement. Sending him down there would slide a year of his entry-level contract, and maybe, you know, they're looking to get him into Providence and perhaps up to the Bruins, you know, as a 19-year-old next season. Uh, but still, for the moment, he looked very good. He was playing alongside Jacob Lauko and Oscar Steen, both of whom are really knocking on the door to be Boston Bruins, not sent back to Providence. They're really in tough as, you know, the NHL lineup is pretty much set with some veteran players. You have a guy like Trent Frederick, up there on the fourth line likely who is a bit ahead of those guys in their development per se and having established himself last season as an NHL player but you know those two are making it really difficult to ignore and again like Moore if there are injuries or call-ups necessary uh, Jacob Lauko, Oscar Steen will be likely the first players to uh, to get the nod. 
Uh, I mentioned some dirtiness that came on the part of Washington's Dylan McElrath. 35 seconds into the third period, he uh, checked Steve Fogarty in the head, and uh, Fogarty was not able to return. He was given a match penalty for the hit. Uh, Cassidy said they don't want to rush to a diagnosis until he gets seen at home, but those ones, you're always hoping for the best that it's not a very serious concussion. Fogarty was signed by the Bruins to a one-year deal back in July. Um, Jeremy Swayman got the start between the pipes. Uh, he allowed a goal early on, but then uh, looked very sharp, stopping 18 of 19 shots to uh, to really impress in his preseason debut. He made a couple uh, very show-stopping saves, one with the right pad where he was on his, his stomach at one point. Uh, Troy Grosnick came in halfway through the second and turned away 11 of 12 shots. But the key takeaway there was Jeremy Swayman looking very much uh, in game shape and uh, ready to challenge for some starts and uh, form that tandem with Linus Allmark to begin the season. Sunday morning, uh, the Bruins announced that defenseman Ryan Mast and uh, Noah Dory have been returned to their junior teams. Ryan Mast going back to the Sarnia Sting of the OHL, Dory heading to the Kelowna Rockets of the WHL, uh, where he could soon be defending against Fabian Lysel. Uh, Brett Harrison of the Oshawa Generals remains at camp. And uh, the Bruins here on Monday morning will get back to their two group uh, practices. Uh, and uh, Group A beginning at 10 a.m., Group B at 11.30 a.m., and then uh, some media availabilities after that. So, yeah, a nice win for the Bruins. Like I mentioned, Lysel and DeBrusque led the way with three shots on goal. Uh, the point leader was John Moore with two. Uh, Jacobs Borrell, Cutter Clifton added assists. And uh, we will see who is in the lineup for Tuesday's exhibition game against the New York Rangers at Madison Square Garden. Could be a much different group than on Sunday, uh, but there still could be some of the same faces in the lineup as uh, Bruce Cassidy wants to give some guys an opportunity to show what they have ahead of some more cuts coming, uh, probably within the next couple of days. Before we get to some news and notes from around the NHL, I want to thank you again for making Locked On your first listen every day. As a reminder, the Locked On Podcast Network covers pretty much any team that you follow. So if you're a Red Sox fan, Patriots, Celtics, fan of any other team around the NHL, uh, you can check that out on your favorite podcast app as well. I recommend making Locked On NHL your second listen of the day, as our local experts are always right on top of whatever is going on around the league and can give you all the insight you need on any given day. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar on the market. It comes in nine delicious flavors, and there's really something for everyone. When you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their faves. We talked to Mayor Zilberberg on Friday. She's a big Cherry Barcia gal. Uh, I am really big into the raspberry one, actually. I really like that one. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box, two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are they great tasting, but they're also healthy too. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, 4 to 5 grams of sugar, 4 to 5 grams of net carbs, all great tasting and all good for you as well. 
Go to Built.com right now. Use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. All right, what is going on around the NHL? Well, the Seattle Kraken tasted victory in their first ever preseason game, overcoming a 2-0 deficit against the Vancouver Canucks in front of about 10,000 fans in Spokane. Uh, So good for them for taking their first preseason game. And, you know, their jerseys are right now one of my favorites around the NHL. I love the colors and the look. And, uh, yeah, super nice to see it in-game action. Jonathan Drouin received a warm welcome from Canadians fans during their Reddit versus White scrimmage yesterday, the first time he's played in front of Canadians fans since 2019-20. He left the team late last season for personal reasons that were later revealed to be anxiety uh, and insomnia issues. And, again, I really uh, respect him for being open about that. And good on uh, Canadians fans for welcoming him back uh, with open arms. In terms of the rumor mill, well, Thomas Hurdle came out and said he might be willing to accept a hometown discount to stay with the San Jose Sharks. Uh, He pointed out how former teammate Joe Thornton took less money to play with good teams. That could put a bit of a dent in teams looking to acquire him uh, later this season as he's set to become an unrestricted free agent. The Bruins definitely would be among those interested uh, to acquire the very talented two-way center, Uh, but it seems like he has an appetite to remain a member of the San Jose Sharks. And again, we still haven't seen Charlie Coyle as the second-line center for the Bruins, so until that time, whether we see it as a success or there's an upgrade needed for the Boston Bruins. Uh, There's no real need to explore that at the moment, but he is definitely a guy that would be on Boston's radar should he become available. I believe that's pretty much it for hockey content here on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I hope you all had a great weekend. We actually had uh, hockey beginning for our two kids or two of our boys this, uh, this weekend, so I was at the rink. Uh, you know, needed to show vaccine passports, had to stay fully masked uh, as a spectator, not on the ice. They didn't, but uh, that was very fun to see them back on the ice. And uh, what else did we do? As you can probably tell, I've been fighting a bit of a cold. So um, yeah, just try to take it easy. I watched a lot of the other two over the weekend, which is a wildly hilarious uh, show that was picked up by HBO Max. Um, about this, uh, well, this kid named Chase Dreams who becomes a overnight pop star, focuses more on his siblings, uh, and Ken Marino is in it, and he is hilarious. I actually tweeted about him over the weekend, and then he uh, followed me on Twitter. So, Ken, thanks so much for the follow. You are one of the funniest people on the planet in my mind. Now, what else did we do? We watched some Walking Dead last night. Started that show Midnight Mass on Netflix, which really looks promising. And uh, yeah, just getting ready for a new week. A couple music recommendations if you need a soundtrack for your new week. The Arkells have a new album called Blink Once, which is very fun. And uh, Sufjan Stevens collaborated with a guy named, uh, what's his name? Crap. Angelo D'Augustine uh, for a album called A Beginner's Mind, which I have been listening to 
pretty much all weekend. So check that out if you have not already. All right, so that's it. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for making Locked On Boston Ruins your first listen of the day. And we'll be back tomorrow with some more news and notes from training camp. A look ahead to their next exhibition game against the New York Rangers. And, uh, yeah, whatever else is going on in hockey. Have a great Monday, friends, and thanks for listening to Locked On Boston Bruins, your favorite team every single day.